All right, take 47. Woo! And... Welcome back to Life in the Left Lane! Take 32! My name is Tom. I am joined by the one and the only... Austin. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to introduce somebody else. <laughs> I was like, do we have a special guest? <laughs> not yet. Not apparently, yet. I was gonna say, apparently not. I'm working on it. I'm working okay, on it. Okay. Uh, hi, Austin. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing great. Let's have a conversation as if we didn't already have a conversation. Oh, okay. I won't right? try to be more succinct this time then. I mean, <laughs> the first time, wink. <laughs> wink, which this is the first time. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is a fact. And you know what? You know what's great about that? It's very similar to the Iowa caucus. You can't prove me wrong uh, because I'm not going to tell you the truth. And that's all it takes, apparently. Um, <laughs> aside from politics, <laughs> sir, how are you? I'm good. Uh, work has been busy, as you know, yes. since it's like difficult you to are, schedule things. <laughs> you are a busy person when yes, it comes I'm to work. Yes, I'm very busy. And I can't seem to get a second date which mm. is i know what everybody's thinking it's like at least you got the first yeah, yeah well, exactly no, no everybody's thinking well of course you can't but no not because oh, they wouldn't go out with me thinking. because i choose not to which i mean it's, it's, it's tough thing. yeah i know it's tough <laughs> and you were telling me the experiences that you had and they just they weren't gonna work so you no. can't but the second dates listen at least you're getting a date you know like <laughs> I mean, I I hope I can. I live in a city of like millions of people. <laughs> yeah, I live in this in, in an area with people like twelve. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> I like can you, count. you have a pool of like twelve people to choose from. Yes, I have hundreds yeah. of thousands. Twelve people to choose from, <laughs> and thirteen of them don't want me. <laughs> so it's an interesting dilemma. But uh, I'm okay with being single. It's okay. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I, I, yeah. I I'm used to it at this point. Um, but hey, it's it good crazy for you for getting out at least, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I have to say, I did go to the, because uh, I know we're going to talk about the Iowa caucus. I went to the um, watch party that they had Ooh. in Bushwick. How was that? It was a lot of fun. There you go. <laughs> but I couldn't help. It's so annoying, too, because the guy who's there who organized it okay, um, was very nice. And okay. I only but got to Buttigieg supporter. No, <laughs> okay, not a Buttigieg supporter. Okay. <laughs> also, I I think other than the rally that I went to in mm -hmm. 2015 when he did the big rally in um, Washington Square Park, this was the first time I've been around in such close social quarters. I guess you'd say with a bunch of Bernie supporters. There you go. And it was very cool. Yeah, like, I bet. I haven't experienced that yet myself. I've been oh. in the same room with like three and I always feel fantastic. Yeah. So I can't imagine an entire room full. Well, it's a thing. It's like, you know how like you can be if I always, you know, of course, the first metaphor I always go to is for with uh, concerts. Like you can go to mm -hmm. a concert in an arena and be around, you know, like 20,000 other people who share the same interest as you. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like you're with a bunch of people. Right. Because there's just too many. There's like a certain point where there's so many that you're actually more isolated. Because <laughs> yeah, there's just that so makes many sense, people. Honestly. But this this was like seeing your favorite band at like a small gig. 
Yeah. Where you really do get to like know some of the other people, you know, because there's like a hundred of you there. Uh, that's a pretty good amount. Yeah. It's a pretty good amount for a watch party. Oh, I know. And it was packed. Like you couldn't even yeah. walk through the bar. Seriously. Yeah. But anyway, that's the, cool. the point was that the guy organizing it was very nice, but I could instantly tell that he was gay. Oh, okay. And he's like the exact kind of person I would like to go out with, but I couldn't ask him out. <laughs> of course not. Because, <laughs> yeah, imagine. Imagine you find someone with the, with the similarities that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Nah, nope, I know. can't, can't. Uh, it's it's hard. I, I, I joke, but I'd be in the same situation. Because so. that's the problem. Because, like, I know I've, I've gone out with two separate people who's like when you try to talk to them about anything they mm-hmm. just it's like uh, it's like there's nothing there okay the one time was about coffee and oh. that is not look a good and valid reason no um that was just no. the, that was just the funniest part of that but i mean there was just nothing like <laughs> it's like That's I, the only part that i care about <laughs> so you would judge the coffee preference are you kidding me i didn't i didn't what? judge his coffee preference i just mm-hmm. Was surprised mm-hmm. how little he knew about coffee. That's <laughs> even worse. That's even worse. That actually made me worse. He's like, you should have just said he wanted a mocha frappuccino, and I can't believe that. Let me guess. Oh, but I like mocha frappuccino. Anyway, no, they're um, too sweet. Oh, I don't even know what that is. I, I'm, I'm it's, actually proud that I guessed the drink. It's because all I ever get is black hot coffee. It's a blended coffee drink with a uh, chocolate care. syrup and ice. I don't care. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I don't. I couldn't care less, my friend. All right. Iowa. Now, see? And now, everybody, if you're wondering why we're not together, <laughs> now he's trying to see the picture. Yeah, that's the reason. He it's just mercilessly coffee. makes fun of my coffee choices. It's not that I make fun of your coffee choices. What I think <laughs> is that your relationship with coffee is slightly unhealthy. That's all I'm saying. Slightly unhealthy. It's not that you drink coffee because I drink coffee all the time. But like, it's got to be the right bean, the right temperature, the right pour. You yeah. yell at me a hundred times. Like I've asked you what a French press was, and you looked offended. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "You're like, oh, that's like two of my." It's to make this pers- <laughs> this little type of coffee that no one ever had. What are you like, talking about? People love French press coffee. Great, <laughs> thanks. Ah. <laughs> uh, Enjoy it now, listeners, because you're about to hear about an hour worth of corruption. Mm, yeah. And we're going to start right now. <laughs> we're going to talk about the international coffee trade. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem. Oh, it's um, pretty bad, though. Yeah. Like, it actually is an interesting subject. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know how people always talk about they want to buy things that are fair trade? Well, there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back to Iowa. Hey, great. I... <laughs> I was literally falling aside. I went to check my phone as soon as I heard the story. <laughs> it's like very interesting. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tom no, does not listen. care about Guatemalan coffee farmers at all. I would be interested in that story. Just now, right now. <laughs> no. Listen, Don't worry. Great. Don't worry, people coffee's who are great. basically slaves. You can wait. We have Iowa caucuses to talk about. <laughs> yes, we do, which are more important than. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true, <laughs> listeners. Um, actually the Iowa caucus means little to nothing at this point, to be honest with you. So, uh, do you think it's the last one like ever? What do you think it's the last one like ever? 
I sure hope so. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think that it's the end of the caucuses. I just, I feel like that state's going to hold on to the caucuses, but I would be more shocked than anything if I was our first state again next time around. I was thinking the same thing. Like, they might keep the caucus, which seems insane. It does. But I doubt they'll be the first one. Yeah. Not but again. Listen, listen, if you, if you as an Iowan, Iowanian, Iowanite, um, want to do your stupid little caucus, mm-hmm. do it, but not at, not to lead off the Democratic primaries, not the biggest spotlight, throw it in the middle of Super Tuesday where everyone forgets about you. And, and I don't mean to offend Iowa, but like oh, your, you. your state is 91% white people. Yeah, it's true. 91% white people. And I all, all the talking heads, one thing that they all agreed on was that Iowa shouldn't be the first state. You should find a state that's a little closer as far as demographics go. Like, uh, I think uh, one I, I heard quite a bit was Illinois, right? Mm. Or you want a real test of who's leading? Get a primary state like Pennsylvania. You know, like, like try a primary well, state as the first one. No, a primary state is, well. I mean, um, by- sorry. Uh, um no, go ahead. A swing state. A swing no. state is what I meant no, to say. No, but I Sorry. mean, by law, New Hampshire has to be the first primary state. I mean, they can change. They can do whatever they want, the de- the Democrats. They can literally do whatever they want. No, by law, New Hampshire has to be the first primary. Well, then someone should tell my, my political science professor, because she literally just told us that this morning. That, that they, they can do whatever can, they want? That they can redo any of the rules that they want, because all the rules that Democrats set are set by the I Democrats. Mean, it's the, Yeah, that's an interesting discussion, too, because... Uh, both the parties, well, not just both, all the parties, but the two, we're talking about the two main ones, um, yeah, are yeah. private entities. They're not, mm-hmm. so many people think they're public entities, but they're yeah, not. Yeah, they're not. They're a private company. Yeah. They, they do whatever they want. Like if they want, and, and then they also give powers to the states too, which is why you have some closed primary states like Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, it's not a public yeah, thing. It's not a it's, government run thing. They it's are a very, private, yeah, it's uh, a very bizarre public private partnership. Right. Yeah, and I'm not just, sure. Uh, and I know it's funny because I saw a post today that's like, you know, Iowa just proved or the caucuses, the Iowa caucus just proves that, you know, government can't do anything. And I was like, that wasn't government. Right. That's the right. Democratic Party, a private company, like, yeah. not a company, but like a private organization. You might as well call it a company. I yeah. mean, they, they're full. Of, we have more business people in, in the DNC than other organizations do, than actual businesses. <laughs> and yet they can't they can't seem to make any money. <laughs> yeah, they can't make any fucking money, <laughs> which which, by the way, should be a, a true test as to like what billionaires actually are. Like, mm. I mean, you put a bunch of them in the room and the party is broke. Yeah, it, it makes it makes no sense. But and, well, actually, yeah, if, it, it makes perfect sense because all of that money goes to the consultants that they hire. Yeah, and case in point, that app. So, uh, so yeah. the app that broke down in Iowa mm-hmm. was uh, the company who made it was contracted out by the DNC. Yeah, they contracted a private company to make an app for a public election. Yeah. And Not a government failed. thing. And, and no. I had to explain this to so many people because people were like, how could the federal government allow that? And I'm like, again, well, first of all, it it's wouldn't be not a federal government, government thing. <laughs> yeah. no. it, you're letting a company choose, and they're not going to do a federal app. They're going to do a private company's app. That's what they do. But the thing is, it certainly wasn't a federal government. It wasn't even the state government. I know. It. It's it was crazy. just the DNC. It's just the DNC. They're the ones who picked it. 
They're the ones who fucked it up. And that's yep. why Tom Perez should resign. Yeah. It, 100%. I mean, like, to be honest with you, Tom Perez should have resigned the second he stacked the entire DNC with, you know, billionaires and Bloomberg, Bloomberg supporters. Yeah. But uh, aside from that, this is an embarrassment. If anything, if anything, this is an embarrassment. And it shows the people in this country, those moderate, those those voters who don't know yet what exactly what they're going to do. And there are apparently a lot of them out there. Yeah. Um, it shows them if they don't pay enough attention, that the Democrats are a disorganized organization. They are beyond disorganized. And even if they, most people don't know that it's a, uh, a privately owned thing, right? So no, these people might be looking at it and saying, well, if they're this bad at running a caucus, how are we going to trust them with the presidency? And I know it, it might not sound like it to you or me because we've made up our minds, but people do think like that. Well, honestly, and what I would tell those people is you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Don't trust them. Trust nope. Bernie. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but yeah, of course. But Because his uh, message is that, you know, the parties are corrupt, yeah. Republicans more so, yeah. but that the Democrats are also corrupt and need uh, an overhaul. Mm -hmm. And what better point to prove that <laughs> than the Iowa caucus? Yep. <laughs> and the funny I mean, thing is, Bernie's camp has an app. Yeah. It worked fine. It did. It did. It worked actually very fine because, uh, it, and and we'll do a little bit of a background to what happened in Iowa in case somebody for some reason who's listening to this doesn't know what happened in yeah, Iowa. Yeah, if you're listening to the show uh, and you don't, and you <laughs> weren't following closed. the Iowa caucus, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I That's what I'm thinking, but I guarantee there's at least one person who's just like, what? <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Uh, we, we are maybe, supposed to provide Maybe not news. listening to our show. I, I highly doubt that anyone listening to our show doesn't know that, but you never know. But, all right. You had Iowa. The caucuses closed at eight. Uh, well, before that, they had, like, satellite caucuses, which is another weird concept that they had where they had people uh, from Iowa, but they were, like, vacationing in Paris. There was Paris. There was uh, uh, one in Florida, one in, in, in Arizona. And all these got to vote. <laughs> they, had to, they got to caucus as well, yeah. which I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure about that. I guess they're like absentee ballots, but in a very strange fashion. But anyway, uh, results started trickling very slowly, like maybe an hour in. We had about 1% of the vote in, and then all of a sudden they stopped coming in. And I remember watching, I think I was watching MSNBC at the time, and uh, CNN, I was flipping between those two mainly, and everyone was in panic mode. No one knew what was going on. A couple hours later, the Iowa Democratic Party comes out and they're like, hey, we are not allowing votes to come out because we found discrepancies in them and we're going to do a quote, um, uh, uh, quality control. <laughs> quality control is what they called it. Nah. Like, I, I, I couldn't believe that they just called it rigging <laughs> like right in front of us. Yeah, They're yeah. just like, oh, we have to rig. I mean, quality. quality. We have to check the quality. Control. But anyway, eventually uh, it was kind of, everybody kind of assumed that the results were not coming out on Monday night. They just weren't. And the first to come out and do their victory speech was Amy Klobuchar, who at this point in the Iowa caucus is in last place well of the viable candidates <laughs> yeah. in last place fifth yeah. place um 
she didn't claim victory. She just had this like really powerful speech. So you know, well, trying to be powerful. I speech. mean, as powerful as Amy Klobuchar can be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, trying to do a couple funny jokes and shit like that. Blah blah blah. Useless. Next, I think was Joe Biden. Um, I don't think I ever saw Elizabeth Warren's thing because right as she was about to talk, everyone kind of came on. Uh, Bernie, I sat and watched Bernie's, but Pete Buttigieg's was the one to watch. Yeah. Because Pete Buttigieg claimed victory in Iowa at a, like I think it was eleven thirty or more specifically yeah. I think it was like eleven thirty two and he claims victory goes on Twitter repeats his exact speech saying by all indications we're going to New Hampshire victorious that's a word for word because I've read that tweet maybe eighty five times yeah. um, I haven't gotten much sleep this past week <laughs> I've been it's been a very stressful week um, yeah so he claims victory. And everybody's freaking out because guess what? Only 1% had been released and he's claiming victory. Yeah. And then, and then we find out all this shit about the app. Um, so that's a little bit of a, a quick background of what happened. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was just the whole fucking thing was a mess. Yeah. Like just a gigantic mess. Oh, yeah, we started finding out that the fucking app, uh, people started, the, the majority report, broke it that or originally had heard i should say that uh, a former clinton aide um i forgot what his name was he has a weird last name mm. moop or something like that oh, I, I oh robbie mook yeah mook mook yeah, yeah. right mook well he, uh, they, he was they found the... out or they originally thought that he was involved in making this app but no. then they started finding out that pete bougie's campaign or pete bougie's himself has given i think what was the number forty one thousand dollars to 20, this company twenty one thousand well, but back last summer, yeah, no one has heard of this app except for Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the next day comes in, or comes by, and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the, the Iowa DNC comes out and says, oh, we're going to release a part of the results. Refuses to answer any fucking questions. Didn't, uh, didn't, no clarity, no transparency. They were just like, here's 62% of the, uh, of the votes. And guess what? Buzhej is now in the lead. Mysteriously, miraculously, he's now in the lead. No. Videos start fucking surfacing on Twitter of coin flips and, yeah. and, and and circuits like all conspiring against Bernie and going what? to Buzhej. It was like a fucking nightmare, Austin. Well, I think they said that of the uh, places that came down to a coin flip, Bernie's now zero for ten. Yeah, in coin. They flips. all involved Bernie. Yeah. But they, he's he hasn't won a single one dating back to 2016 when they had the last caucuses there. Now, either Bernie is the most unlucky son of a bitch in the entire world, yeah. or some of that is a one-sided coin. Because it's just, every everyone involved Bernie? You're telling me out of all the coin flips, not one of them was between Biden and Klobuchar? Or Biden and Buttigieg? Or Warren and Buttigieg? Or yeah. Warren and Biden? No. All of them involved Bernie. Yeah. Like, I, I know I'm not trying to sound like Alex Jones is a con conspiracy theorist with this, but it certainly fucking sounds rigged as shit. Mm -hmm. it's, it, the whole thing was a mess. And it honestly, they should just have primaries. They should get rid of caucuses. <sighs> and now it, it, apparently uh, Nevada was supposed to be using the exact same app, by the way. And, they're like, and now nope. the DNC has said that they're not going to be using the same app. 
But I, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting ridiculous. though. Apparently, the Iowa Democrats have come out and said that, like, it wasn't their choice to use the app. The DNC mandated it. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard, and, and that's like, and that I guess that's why Bernie's app was being used by his surrogates yeah. because it's like, hey. Just report the facts. If we yeah. lose, we lose. If we win, we win. But report them just in case something happens. Yeah. And thankfully, that happened because uh, late, it might have been like one or two in the morning, but Bernie's campaign released an email to all the supporters showing their, uh, yeah, their count. How, how much yeah. they had been. I don't remember how much they had been. Well, it was like 40%. Then they released one that was like 60% of the vote. Yeah. Um, and it showed a very different story. Mm -hmm. And now, the day we're recording this is Friday the 7th of February. And we still don't have an official answer of who's won Iowa. The current look at it, I have it open here on New York Times. Uh, Pete Buzhez with 26.2% of the final pledge delegates. Yeah. The state delegates, yeah. State delegates, sorry, sorry. Uh, Bernie... With 26.1%. Yeah. It's literally a 0.1. The official state delegates are 564 to Pete Bourget and 562 to, uh, to Bernie Sanders. Yeah. The official pledge delegates at this point are 13 to Buttigieg, 12 for uh, Sanders, uh, 8 for Warren, 6 for Biden, and 1 for Klobuchar, and there's 1 on the board. Okay. All of all of this sounds great. Well, it sounds terrible, but... Yeah. Um, Tom Perez recently came out and said that he wants to recaucus. Yeah. Which you made a good point. And I want you to say your point that you said before. Do you remember what you told me about what your theory is on this? Well, they're going to basically what a recaucus because there's kind of confusion about even what that means. Right. Well, first of all, Perez can't call for one. Right. That's one the first one thing of I the heard. campaigns has to do it. So I believe right. Buttigieg's campaign did. Which is ironic because it could end up screwing them in the end. But really, yeah, I didn't hear that Bourgeois's campaign did that. That's he did because okay. they were were <clears throat> they were annoyed at the way they were counting the satellite caucuses. Okay, because that could have given Bernie enough delegates to win. Okay, and they wanted to reduce the impact of those uh, caucuses. Okay, um, I don't believe they did. I'd have to look it up to see how that went down. I'm pretty sure they kept it the way it was but anyway so his campaign i believe officially asked for a re-canvas as well okay so now i was i believe they're going to do it but they released those like they've said 100 percent of reported they released those results yep. a couple minutes before pete Buttigieg walked on stage or his town hall on right. cnn and it wouldn't shock me if that when they do the re-canvas they because there are like hundreds of discrepancies. The New York Times even sent the DNC lists of all the discrepancies. And Nate Cohen has said that it is by far the worst public election he's ever seen in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that. Yeah. And so wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if after they went back and recounted everything and retabulated the votes mm-hmm. that Bernie actually does have more delegates and that it'll just be announced somewhere, you know, like – Unlike probably like maybe like even a Friday, you know, because usually Fridays are like where they release all the news that they don't want people to think about. Yeah, because it's a Friday and people, you know, it's about to be the weekend and people don't sure, care sure. about the news. So, so it wouldn't shock me if that happened. Yeah, and I didn't really think of it like that until you had brought that up. But yeah, it, it, because what that does is it gives Buttigieg an entire week to go around and claim victory. Yeah, 
Which he's already had. Yeah. Uh, and, and it makes Bernie look like the loser. And then if they do the re-caucus and Bernie comes out the winner, well, they're just going to move right along to, lo- along to New Hampshire. Yeah. And then as if Iowa didn't exist. Yeah. So Bernie doesn't get the coverage of that. Now, you know, all this never really affects Bernie supporters because Bernie supporters are there. They're just going to be there. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lose the base vote, which is why everyone's instantly playing catch up with Bernie because they don't have that established base like he does, okay? So you're not worried about losing those people, but you may lose the other people who are looking for a a back-to-back win. And There are people who who will do that, who will look at the candidate who's leading. It might not be a huge margin, but it's definitely a a decent amount. Yeah, it's no, I agree. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's it's frustrating because it would be nice to get that good press coming out of Iowa. Because that's the whole point. Because like the, exactly. the actual delegates you get from Iowa are yeah. minuscule. Yeah. So it's not yeah, even no, like nothing. It's yeah. literally nothing. It's yeah. literally nothing. Yeah, thirteen delegates or twelve delegates. The difference between thirteen and twelve delegates is not going to matter. It's it's not. It's definitely yeah. not. And if it does come down to one, then that's you know, it, which you know what, the way this shit's rolling out, it might actually come down to one. I don't uh, think so because I don't see because no. that person would have to be Buttigieg, and yeah. he just does not have a very viable path no. after New Hampshire. No. no, unless he wins New Hampshire. Even so. Like he has zero black support. Yeah, you, when you go down south, you're gonna get destroyed. And I'm not talking. And I'm not being hyperbolic. I mean, when they poll it, he statistically has zero percent black support. He has one percent Latino support. That is not enough to win the nomination. It's not even yeah. enough to come in second. Um, some of the fun exit poll stats that came out, uh, they, a couple of them made me laugh, but one in particular was uh, a question that they asked to, uh, people who went, uh, went to the caucuses. Do you consider yourself to be gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender? Mm. And it shows, uh, where th- those numbers on, on each of the, um, for each of the candidates, um, I, it, it's hard to understand because they, they whoever cropped this didn't give the full thing. But yeah. what it does show is that a majority of the LGBTQ were in Bernie's side. Yeah. So it's like, let me tell you something, okay? If you don't see LGBT members flocking to somebody, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. When that other person is also gay. Yeah, look it's out. It's like if they, no. if queer people like us don't like him listen to us yeah. there's a fucking reason agreed because b- because believe me if if this was a candidate that uh lgbtq could get behind we would be behind him yeah agreed. or, or at least a large portion would be so uh, just keep that in consideration if bernie sanders a cis white straight male <laughs> is winning a majority of the lgbtq listen to that because i mean even warren did better it, it, with the LGBT, oh, I know. It's, than, yeah, it's than, fucking uh, crazy. Buttigieg, which is crazy to me. Um, so yeah, that's a couple things there. Uh, Iowa still hasn't officially declared a winner. Oh, Bernie has come out by the way, and he has claimed victory as well. Um, it was actually a pretty funny little interview. The reporter asked Bernie, uh, "Why quote Why should you believe? Why should people believe your victory speech over his?" No. And Bernie looked at him and said, 
because I got 6,000 more votes. And then he had this little, little, little sly wink, which I thought was funny. Nah. And he said, and where I come from, if you get 6,000 votes, you're generally regarded as the winner. Yeah, it's true. Just, which, is the, which is the truth. Because, by the way, and I don't think either one of us mentioned this, Bernie won the popular vote yeah. by, by In both over, over 6,000 yeah. votes. Yeah, because basically the way a caucus works is there's a first alignment, which yeah. is like the original vote. Mm-hmm. And then there's the second which is right. like after the non-viable candidates, um, their supporters have to go somewhere else. So then and there's this a was, second th- vote. And this was concerning to me because Buttigieg is like, wherever Buttigieg got his stuff from, it was in the yeah. second. It was in the second alignment. So that means a lot more people didn't go to Bernie, I, which I thought, I, I sincerely thought most of Yang's people all of Gabbard's and most of Warren's people would, yeah. but as the, and, and they, you know, these, the mainstream media may have easily been, you know, finding candidate or finding people who were purposely not going to Bernie's, yeah. but every single person that they pulled out from like a Buttigieg side or a Warren side, yeah. not many of them were going to Bernie. Some mm. definitely were, but yeah. not all of them. Yeah, I know it's yeah. Call, I don't know, but I'm, I'm so over iowa right now like I'm oh just me too to me too move on uh, we, ha- we have to look forward to new hampshire which yeah. i have uh i have something pulled open f- just briefly uh with some of the polls for new hampshire if you're interested it, it covers yeah. the, the polls that this article from 538 actually uh covers are sulfic university university of massachusetts lowell lowell poll um, a recent St. Anselm College poll, and then the very the most recent Monmouth University poll. Yeah. Uh, so the Suffolk University poll conducted after the Iowa caucuses found forty three percent of likely primary voters said that they would change that they could change their mind. Among Sanders supporters, sixty percent said that their mind is made up. Sixty seven percent of former Vice President Joe Biden supporters and fifty nine percent of Bourgeois supporters said the same. So according to this, the Biden people are more guaranteed to go to Biden than Bernie people? I feel like that might be wrong. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? That seems crazy. Yeah. Unless like that, unless Biden's support as small as it is really just is sticking with them. I mean, I mean that, they could that be. could be too. I mean, the thing is that New Hampshire is not a caucus, so it doesn't really matter. True. Oh, by the way, uh, I know you say you're done with Iowa, mm. but uh, Joe Biden got wrecked in Iowa. That's true. He did. He finished in fourth. Yeah. And if anything... Biden or Buttigieg and Sanders, that's kind of not even the main story. The real story could be that Biden got demolished. Yeah, and um, if he gets demolished he, again, he, that's a real he, story. Yeah, and it's looking like he will. I mean, yeah. right now, the top three in, in New Hampshire are Bernie, uh, Buttigieg, and Warren. And depending on which poll you look at, uh, you know, it's anywhere from four to eight to ten points that Bernie's yeah. leading. Yeah. The the most recent Monmouth shows that I think it's only a four point lead over over Buttigieg, who has soared a little bit since Iowa. Mm. But that means at the very get at the very least, Biden's looking at another fourth place, back to back fourth places, and yeah. he's not looking good in Nevada either. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be Nevada and South Carolina were supposed to be his firewall. Yeah, and 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 South Carolina. I know the polls are showing that he's still leading in in South Carolina. Yeah, but he it, was supposed to clean up South Carolina. Yeah, and and just watch if if Sanders wins uh, New Hampshire and Nevada. He's Biden's not winning South Carolina. Hate to break it to Biden, people. but I mean, even if he does, like the thing is, he needs to win, especially South Carolina. He'd need to win by double digits. Yep, for it to matter. Yeah, because the the only other one that's guaranteed, I believe, is Alabama. 
for Biden, and that's not going to get him a nomination. No. No, and I just saw a poll today that Bernie's up in Tennessee. He's up by 14 in California. Yep. He's up in Texas. Wow, 14 in California? Yeah, 14 in California. Which poll was this? Uh, it was just released, I think, today. I saw Legit Cenk Uger retweeted it. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. But um, Yeah, that's, that's but, a lot. Well, here's another interesting thing. After Iowa, they polled registered Democrats. Uh, 20, no, no, no. Sorry, 52% are now more likely to vote for Bernie, and 29% are much more likely to vote for him. <laughs> okay. And okay. I think, and there's a lot of people, and I've heard this too, that, because uh, I see it on social media, there's a lot of people who are saying, like, I've had family members text me and say that they weren't planning to vote in the primaries at all, but after they saw what they did in Iowa, they're voting Bernie, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, and I believe that sentiment yeah. is going to be in a lot of states. Yeah. Because what it looks like, what it looks like to every single person who has a single brain cell that's functioning, it looks like the Democrats are trying to fuck over Bernie, whether or not they are. Let's say that we're completely wrong and it was nah. it was legitimately a mistake, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like that. It looks like they tried to set Buttigieg up for the win. Yeah. And the people who hate the establishment, the same people who voted for Donald Trump because they hate the establishment, yeah. are going to hate the establishment with Bernie. So these these might not actually matter. Here's the full Monmouth poll, the most recent New Hampshire poll. Yeah. Uh, Biden or Sanders with uh, 24%, Bourgeois with 20 uh, Joe Biden at 17%. So he's actually in third. I, I was mistaken. And Warren has dropped to 13%. But that's not the important part. I wanted to ask a couple questions on this. Tom yeah. Steyer is at 3%. Andrew Yang is at 4%. And Tulsi is at 4%. Why is Tulsi Gabbard still in this election? That is a good question. She, there's no need at this point to be in the election. You are taking votes away from Bernie Sanders because most of the people who are going to be voting for Gabbard are likely to be voting for Bernie. And believe it or not, I bet you a lot of the Tom Steyer people as well. Yeah. Especially since they got the little bromance thing going on. Yeah. And and in addition to that, a, a bunch of Yang people are definitely going to be a, uh, siding up with, with uh, Bernie. I mean, Andrew Yang just recently tweeted that he, that he, what did he say? He's like, it sure does look like Bernie won the Iowa caucus. All right, off to New Hampshire. Like he he noticed Bernie's win. It's true, yeah. So I I don't know why they're why they're in um why Tulsi's still in the election. She should be out. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Because if she was out, Bernie's lead would be guaranteed right now. His win in New Hampshire would be guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, boy. So what do you think about New Hampshire? I mean, it's it's weird because the polls are kind of all over the place. Because there's, one, there's a couple polls that have Buttigieg like, tied with Bernie. But mm -hmm. then I saw another poll that has Bernie up by 10. Yeah, I saw that one And too. then there's, what is it, the... Is it the Monmouth poll that has him up by four? Bernie up by yeah, four. Bernie yeah, Bernie up by four. There's none where Booty judges up. I haven't seen one yet. No, it's either Bernie's tied or up a little bit or up significantly. <laughs> it's like, right. so who knows? And it's Man. like, uh, and I think what was it? The, uh, the uh, we forgot to talk about too, that the last poll that is usually considered the gold standard mm -hmm. of Iowa polls was mm -hmm. spiked by Booty judges campaign. What do you mean? Well, apparently they forgot to mention Buttigieg's name to one person. 
Okay. And so the Buttigieg campaign said, well, you can't release the poll. The data is not complete. <laughs> this is for Iowa? Before Iowa. <laughs> Interesting. And it's, and it's generally considered the poll that is the most accurate and oftentimes predicts the outcome fairly accurately. <laughs> and Buttigieg got it spiked, so they didn't release it. Of course. And it, it leaked course. anyway. It showed Bernie up by four. Yeah. Which actually, and it, and those can only guess the first alignment. And it was just about right on the first alignment. Bernie actually won by a little bit more than 4%. But Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. On the first alignment. He won by 6,000 votes. And, and I was hearing similar things to that the entire night, where it's just yeah. like every all the reports were showing that Bernie people were were were, were taking over almost every place. Mm. And, and And yet... Here we are, and Buttigieg is apparently the, the winner of Iowa. Mm. I, like, like you said, the, Iowa's, Iowa is in the past, and I would like people to move on from this place yeah. because we it's have over. To. We have to move on. Yeah, There's nothing we can do. What happened happened. If you're angry like we are, go on and vote. Yeah. When your state comes up, go on and vote. Yeah. And if you're not aware of when your state is, fucking find out yeah. and then go vote. Yeah. Agreed. And that way, you can maybe, just maybe- fix this before it gets out of hand uh so there's all that yeah something else big happened this week <laughs> yes it's the the opposite of uh the good news well no, i mean we'll just put it the, the president was acquitted in the senate for yes. his impeachment trial which shocked exactly no one except for apparently people who watch msnbc they seem to they, like genuinely really? be in like a breakdown and it's like you guys didn't know this was gonna happen like are you serious how, <laughs> how? exactly that's well, what i said how no how? fucking way there's oh, no. no way that they honestly they're freaking believe out they're like oh my god i can't believe it i thought for sure if they saw the evidence i'm like what planet do you live on <laughs> <laughs> you know what that tells me is one of two things one that they're just trying to get those people you know that audience the ones who want to believe that he's gonna because no yeah. one was appealing to that everyone was yeah. like oh nothing's gonna happen yeah. and maybe they were trying to get those people for extra views or maybe they're just really fucking dumb you know who's dealt, who else is really fucking dumb chris fucking matthews all right oh i, I hate, agree with that yeah i, I agree with that. did you hear his uh, socialism comment Oh, yeah, but I mean, he's been, the thing about it, Chris Matthews has been doing that since the last election. I cycle. know, I know. It's just funny. Yeah. It's just funny. He, he, on national television, he tells his audience, Bernie has an advantage at the Iowa caucuses because socialists love meetings. This is the type of commentary that's going on yeah. on MSNBC. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's not that surprising, I guess, that they believed that Trump would be. But then why, why was he doing well in New Hampshire, too? That's just a vote. Yeah. <laughs> and look, and Chris Matthews was out there cheering on the Iraq war when yeah. it was happening. I mean, I he's been wrong about I, so many things. No. Like, I don't even know why anybody cares what he thinks. I don't I don't know if people do, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like, look at his time slot yeah. for, for, for proof. He doesn't have an 8 or 9, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock time no. slot. And honestly, like, does anybody... This is the one thing I always think, like... um, if a woman sounded as ignorant and belligerent as he does, Oof. would she ever get her own TV she show? Be unemployed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's just a fucking ignorant blowhard. Who you know? I mean, like he's he's not you know 
like a Sean Hannity or Bill O'Reilly, but no, no, but he's like their version of that for corporate Democrats. Yeah, yeah, so stuff that's just patently untrue, Mm -hmm. incredibly ignorant. Yep, and with the confidence of you know somebody who shouldn't be, you know, like somebody who's right and he's not (laughs) about almost anything. I mean, but that kind of like I don't I don't understand how you get that kind of unearned confidence. No, I I I just be able to say things like that. Well, apparently he also tried to quote Oscar Wilde, but from what I understand from Sam Cedar, at least that the quote that he quoted was uh, a quote that is often thought to be Oscar Wilde, but Mm. it's not Oscar Wilde Uh. about socialism. So Uh. like even got that wrong. You know, I used to think like Joe Scarborough was like that and I still don't like Joe Scarborough, but (laughs) at least he tried, (laughs) at least he's trying to not be that. And Joe Scarborough is a fucking Republican. I know. He literally was a Republican representative. Literally a Republican representative. And I like him more than Chris Matthews, who claims to be on the left. I I, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I don't, that's, I used to like MSNBC. I really did. Mm -hmm. I would only pick and choose, you know, people I watch though. Like Chris Hayes, I used to watch him once in a while. Keith Olbermann, I used to watch once in a while. The thing is they, their management, they hired ex Fox news people. Yeah, and so isn't the, that why Keith Olbermann got kicked out? Uh, I think or part. Yeah, part I think it? that is part of the reason. No. Um, but they're becoming the Fox News, but not yeah. of the left. They're becoming the Fox News of the corporate Democrats of the and managerial the class. <laughs> well, yeah, they're not even so much conspiracies. It's just, um, it's just the the managerial class of people, like the upper middle class. They are the Fox News for those people. Right. Like they, they, they have the same goal is to assure them that their place in the world is the correct place that, you know, and then they're going to try to reinforce the policies that make those people comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's what Fox does is just that they do it for right wing bigots for the right wing. Yeah. yeah. And then you have CNN, which in a perfect world would be that median balance, but they're not, <laughs> they're not, um, they're, they're just as bad. I don't know if yeah. you saw this, but um, during the Iowa caucus, the, the the people, the captains of these precincts were told to call this number to report their stuff because the yeah. app wasn't working. But because they weren't prepared for this, they were taking too many calls. So the, yeah. the people were constantly on hold. So this one guy was uh, called by Wolf Blitzer. While he's on hold to report the the yeah, stuff, yeah. and as they're in the conversation, the lady, uh, it was a lady on the other line, uh, said hello. You know, time to report yeah, your shit. Yeah. And Wolf wouldn't let him off, oh. so the lady hung up on him. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, "She just hung up on me. I got to call back." And then he left, and then Wolf lets him go. Yeah. I'm like. What are you doing? You're literally obstructing a process right now. Wolf, Wolf Blitzer is directly interfering with democracy. <laughs> directly interfering with it on national television. Yeah. It was so hysterical. I actually watched it live and I was yeah. dying laughing. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. I was trying to find anything funny because I was literally crying. But I uh, mean, it was yeah, it was very that was frustrating. That whole crazy. night was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So yeah, Trump uh, Trump has been acquitted. Uh, and he has used this entire week to parade his victory 
and mock the Democrats for being disorganized and broken. Yeah, and, yeah. and whether you agree with Trump's policies, whether you like Donald Trump or not, he has had a marvelous week yep. politically. Yep, marvelous has. week. Yeah. And it, it's maybe the first time that I think nothing really wrong happened to Trump. Even just today, uh, the Democrats lost, uh, I think, an appeals court uh, ruled in favor of Trump about his taxes. Mm-hmm. So another win for Trump in yeah. a week of just nonstop winning. Yeah. And I hate to break it to Democrats, but this is exactly what you're doing to get Trump reelected. Yeah. Trump's getting reelected because of this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They gave him his military budget, which he is now spending on the wall, mm-hmm. which they told him that he couldn't do. But, it, but like a lot of people were saying, you know, people like AOC, who mm-hmm. uh, all the people on MSNBC say, oh, she's not representative of anything. We shouldn't really listen <laughs> to her. Yeah. Uh, She's the only representative right now. Yeah. She said, I can't vote for that because, first of all, the military doesn't need an increased no, budget. Hell and second, no. It needs a decrease and, instantly. Yeah. And he will use that for things that it's not, you know, earmarked for. And lo and behold, he's doing it. There it is. Then they gave him a win on trade. Yes, they did. Which, you know, is a thing that his base really does care about. And I think it's what swung the last election, to be honest. It's a, it's a big one. Yeah. It really definitely is. And so Nancy Pelosi gives him a win on that. Yep. And then, and oh, I, and, the State of the Union. Yeah, well, <laughs> there was the State of the Union. Yeah. And then she thinks, well, I'll impeach him, so none of that other stuff will matter. Right. Yeah. Except that you knew the moment you started that process, there was zero percent chance zero. that he would get removed. Zero. And so I don't understand. First of all, I don't understand why the impeachment, the things he was impeached for, were so narrow. Why was it just the Biden Obst- thing? And obstruction of uh, of Congress, I guess. Yeah, right? but I mean, it started with the Biden thing. And then th- yeah. while they were trying to investigate that, he obstructed Congress. And so they yeah. added that charge. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'll never understand. Uh, I think what it comes down to is, you know, the Democratic leadership is just hot garbage. Yeah. It's hot garbage. It is. Um, Nancy Pelosi, this is what we were afraid of. Nancy Pelosi is just a, she's spineless. Yeah. You know, and it sucks to say this because for everything that she's done as far as a woman, you know, she's yeah. accomplished so much. She should be an idol to other young women who want to be, who are inspired to get into politics. But you shouldn't, you should look at others now, like AOC, because yeah. Pelosi's a spineless corporate Democrat who well, he, pretends to be a progressive. But here's the thing I don't think she's spineless. I just think her politics are more conservative than people yeah. realize. She's she's spineless. I, you're right, by the way. I'm not. You're actually right as well. Mm. But she's also fucking spineless. And you know what made me? Why I'm 100 positive that she's spineless. Watch the State of the Union. Watch the fucking little thing that she does at the end. It's it's nothing but theatrics. Yeah. Ripping up the the the, the Trump transcript, which apparently may be illegal because it's a government document, yeah. uh, and you're not allowed to do that. But she, in this little petty fashion, yeah. she just rips up this paper. Does she actually, is she actually mad? I don't know. I'll never know because yeah. I'm never going to meet Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. But she's she's a coward. She's an absolute coward. They could have went after Trump. They could have literally actually went after Trump. No, I know. And they didn't. And they but did. because, and, and like, you know, they didn't go after him for emoluments because a lot of them are guilty of the same crime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd be, if you go after stuff like that, yeah. if you go after anything financial, yeah. you are going to open up a can of worms that is going to ruin, uh, all, well, not ruin, but clean out Washington. <laughs> I was going to say, it would actually probably be a really good thing. It'd be a great thing. Yeah. 
But of course not, you know, not for them because they've made a living doing this. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's no shock that they acted when the only time she acted was when somebody in her class was attacked. Right. Joe Biden is in the Democratic leadership class and he was attacked. And so they're like, now we spring into action. Now, kids in cages, eh, we're not going to do anything about that. I mean, she even admitted that during the Bush administration, she knew because she was on the, uh, I think it was the Intel Committee. Basically, she was on a committee where she knew that the intelligence they were getting was false. Was yeah. But she didn't want um, to impeach the president because that would set a bad precedent. Coward. So I guess just thousands of people had to die because we need to yeah. keep the precedent. Coward. Yeah. That's what it is. Because all with people like Pelosi, who's a career politician, it doesn't matter what the outcome is. Yeah. It's, it's am I going to keep my job? And yeah. what can I do to keep my job? It's towing a line. And this is what I hate about politicians like Pelosi. Yeah. She tows the line where she makes it feel like she's an ally, yeah. but she won't go the full step to prove that. Mm -hmm. Because if she does, she fears for some reason that that's going to have negative repercussions. She's a fucking California representative. Yeah, I know. She's not going to lose her seat. She's not going to lose her seat. Yeah, but those aren't the repercussions she's worried about. She's worried about the repercussions of her donors, who are not yeah. the people of California. Nah, I guess. And the crazy thing is AOC has raised more money than she has. Well, for good reason. Yeah, but for it's just reason. it's obnoxious because early in the uh, House calendar, they were the Democrats had a meeting and – AOC had said some things about the leadership that I <gasps> totally agreed with, but that Nancy Pelosi didn't like that much. And, and she told AOC, just go ahead. Every time you say it, my donations go up. Well, you know what? <laughs> AOC's went up farther. I love it. And so, I yeah. And that's Speaking why they're so worried about her, because she is out raising yeah. all of the corporate Democrats. Oh, yeah. And she's oh, yeah. using that money to help other progressives win their races against corporate Democrats. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they're terrified of, and that's why they try to minimize her. Yeah, she she's a a, a very useful uh, asset in Congress, and and remember yeah. that because I want to ask you a question in a second. But okay. also, while on the topic of raising money, Bernie did report his January earnings for his campaign, <laughs> yeah. and he made a couple dollars, a couple million, twenty five, a couple million, <laughs> many, a couple dozen million, twenty five million yeah. fucking dollars in, in January. Yeah. An average of eighteen dollars per donor, one point two million donors yeah. just in January. Yeah, Austin, that's before Iowa. I know. Now after Iowa, he might make fifty. He might double that. I know. Yeah, because people are pissed. I mean, I sent him more money. Pissed. I <laughs> sent him ten dollars. I thought I got him broke a shit, but I sent him ten dollars, and I'm gonna get stickers for it. And I can't wait. Yeah, because um, I have I have my monthly. <laughs> it gives you stickers if you donate. It's yeah, like I, the best. I give him a monthly donation of uh, I think it's ten. But then I added 27 on top of it because I'm still stuck in 2015 where 27 is the amount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. I have a question okay, go for ahead. you. All right. I've been thinking about this a lot. In the, on the days where Bernie's doing well and I'm not depressed and, and, and smoking my brains off because I'm sad. <laughs> Bernie has said on television mm -hmm. that he will give AOC a cabinet position if he's president. Okay. No. So my question for you, because I'm no longer sure of what I believe. 
do you and let me finish the whole point because mm-hmm. I'm going to make a point at the end too. Do you think he should have her come into the administration? Now this is why I'm asking the question. She's just into Congress. She just got here. The last time I saw anybody run for president who was like the previous secretary of anything, it's only been the secretary of state. You rarely see, and, and I don't think she would be nominated for the secretary of state. No. Julian Castro ran. And he was, okay. Secretary he was, of labor. What again? Secretary of labor. Labor. Okay. But there, my point is, I should say, maybe not only, but there, most of the people who run seem to be representatives or senators or governors. Those mm-hmm. are the three big ones. Governors yeah. tend to win in, in an odd amount of times. But um, it, it just it seems more rare. And, and look at Castro. Castro really didn't do well. So it started to make me wonder if Bernie takes her out of Congress where she's getting all of this recognition or recognition and, and people are seeing who she is. And then you put her in an apartment where she might be more powerful, but nah. less public. Is that going to do her any favors? Uh, well, I, first of all, I don't think she, she would be less public because she's built her following the same way that Bernie has online and with individual people, not so much through the news, although they have reported on her a lot. A lot. But I think the way I would think about it is I think it would be great because first she would have a lot more power to make things better. And then... Yeah, in one particular section, though. Yeah, but the thing is, right now, she's one person in the House of Representatives, which one person has very little power. It's amazing how much she's wielded the little power that she has. But she would have more power, and then that would set her up perfectly to run for the Senate in New York, okay. which would give her a ton of power. Okay. And then if she served a term in, you know, a term or two, probably just one because it's six years, she served a term in the Senate, then after that she would have the perfect resume to run for president. Okay. So you're still in favor of getting her in the administration yes. then? You see, I guess – I. I want, I'd rather her in the administration because I, I, I trust her with whatever position she's going to be in. No. But like I also really like having her in Congress because if we're going to get an onslaught of progressives to come in, which if Bernie's the candidate for the, that the Democrats put up, no. there's a very good chance a lot of these progressives that we've interviewed over the past year or two win. and the ones that we haven't, there's a very good chance that they're going to win because no. the progressive people are going to come out to vote guaranteed. Agreed. So if you take one out, you just take away one more extremely influential person from Congress where you could potentially be really shifting Congress to the left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that I, I worry a little bit about that, but the power, like if she gets put into secretary of energy, let's say like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean the stuff that she can overturn and fix yeah. and the, and the time frame that she's going to get it done, it's going to be astronomical. Yes. So agreed. I, you know, it, it, there is, benefits i think to both i was just i I was just thinking that might be a good question for for people to think about like what what do you want aoc because she can't be our vp because otherwise actually i don't even know if i'd want her as the vp because that's a useless position no i wouldn't that's why like like i was thinking if bernie picked um warren to be vp they the campaign is also research whether she could also be secretary of treasury i did see that yeah yeah and i think that would be great That'd be that would be phenomenal. Yeah, she's going to give the vice president something to do. Yeah, exactly. And so I think I like that idea. If it comes down to that, you know, is what's the answer by the way to the research? Is that a oh yes yeah or you no? can yeah 
You can. The, you can. The you vice president yeah. can be a secretary of mm-hmm. something. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I think that'd be great okay. for her. Yeah. Listen, I mean, that'd be the first time I've ever heard of something like that happening. Yeah, but like, it I would mean, be the might only as well time. be Bernie yeah. Sanders presidency, right? Yeah. Why not? You got to do something uh, different because it hasn't been great the past 50 years. Mm-hmm. Now, pay attention to uh, Elizabeth Warren because things are happening. Nevada, like she's completely pretty much pulled out of Nevada. Uh, her ground game is gone now. And then now there's some some something happened uh, yeah, where two, uh, two women of color left the campaign because yeah. they felt their work environment was toxic. Yeah. Like if that's now, could that, you, you know, imagine? Like, could you imagine if that were Bernie Sanders? Imagine oh. the headlines. Oh, the outrage! Yeah. The outrage! The sexism! Yeah. He's I see he's a creepy old sexist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think That's this what it case, would be. in this case, they'd be calling him a racist, but because I think it was oh, more, it was women of color, right? Yeah, it was more that they yeah. were of color, I think, than they were yeah. women, because there's a lot of gotcha. women in her campaign. I gotcha. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, hmm. that that changes it even worse. Yeah. So they felt that you know they were they weren't being listened to by the leadership, and that their work environment was toxic, and so they left. They just said, how we're many done. of those stories have we heard from the Bernie camp? Uh, none. This none. None. This election none. cycle. Yeah. No. Just wanted to. Yeah. Just wanted to refresh that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of what else happened here. Uh, oh, Rush. Oh, uh, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, it just popped into my head. Oh, um, can I can I announce this? Yeah, please. Okay. Uh, do it. Do it. Do it slowly. I just want to. Okay. We we got the horrible news that um, <laughs> lung cancer appears to have Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Yes. And that's a shame for lung cancer. Uh, Woohoo! He's dying! <laughs> He's dying! Yes! I don't fucking care. Put this in the podcast. I don't care. I'm not running for office one day anyway. <laughs> this is phenomenal. And anybody in the fucking internet who thinks otherwise, you're wrong. Go ahead, Austin. Mm. Take over. That's <laughs> <laughs> too quickly, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, boys, that it's. I mean, I do feel empathy for people, even when they get sick, but 100%. he is a particularly difficult person to feel empathy for. <laughs> and I think that terminal lung cancer might be more popular than Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> no, I wish that were true, actually. Rush Limbaugh is very popular. Ooh, but it could be argued that terminal lung cancer has done more good for society than Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. And listen, I know this sounds fucked up. I I I don't think there's ever been a person living um, that I ever said that about. But I I just and I don't really I I kind of don't really believe what I you know that woohoo because cancer yeah. is such a fucking disgusting and terrible disease. It really is. Mm-hmm. But Rush Limbaugh is worse than cancer in a lot of ways because the influence that this man has had and the longevity of his career, because he's been doing this for a long fucking well, time. Well, he's like he's like an aggressive cancer to democracy. Seriously, he yeah. really is. Yeah. He's part of that conspiracy thing. He, he's pitched conspiracy theories. Well, he's he's the one so who started it. If it were not for Rush Limbaugh, there would be no right wing media. There I mean, not be, the way it is today. There would have been be no as Alex right Jones like this. Well, there would have been no Alex Jones. There would have been no Sean Hannity. There would have been no Bill O'Reilly. Nope. I mean, Bill O'Reilly was just like a news anchor. That's and it. for a while, he was just hosting like, uh, 
what was he hosting? It was like Entertainment Tonight or something. Something like that. Yeah, because yeah. that's where that's that where that famous, famous clip comes yeah, from. Exactly. That wasn't even a news show. No. That was and so like that would have been Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Not, you know, this partisan hack on Fox News. Right. But Rush Limbaugh did that. Yeah. And now he's gonna be gone. He did and that so, for uh, if for if years. the universe is going to take uh a good rush, they might as well take a bad one too. <laughs> That's that's <laughs> wow. That's the best quote I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, it, it's it, it, I love that quote. It actually, believe and don't get mad at me for saying this, but it reminds me of the only good thing that I remember from Hillary Clinton's uh, pitches. One thing that she said that I always really enjoyed for some reason was, and it's not not that it's true. It was just a good line. Yeah. It took a Clinton to clean up the mess from the first Bush. It's going to take a Clinton to clean up the se- the mess the mess of the second. Uh, Bush and that was back when she was running in 2008 I just thought that was great but anyway sorry Um, yeah so he's dying Uh, the the unfortunate news is that Trump gave him a medal of honor presidential medal medal of freedom medal of freedom sorry Sorry. big difference huge difference Um, they wheeled him out in a wheelchair Mm. did you see this no I I, I boycotted the state of the union you should you should just watch Rush Limbaugh being wheeled out. You won't recognize him. Hmm. Like I, it's similar to like um, like David Bowie. Hmm. Like when he announced that he had cancer, we didn't yeah. realize that he had cancer that bad. Yeah. Like Rush has clearly been dealing with this yeah. for a while. Um, and I think that's why the rush to get him the Presidential Medal of Freedom because I guarantee you they found out that he's going to die soon. Yeah, I, um, yeah, it probably won't be long. Yeah. And and I'm not gonna miss him. I don't fucking care. And, and if you think I'm a sick son of a bitch for 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 saying that, sorry, but you're wrong. And I don't care about your opinions anyway. <laughs> Good. Well, I just think you just have to realize that it's not simply somebody who has a difference of opinion. This is somebody who is lied and purposely driven uh, hatred and vitriol that has affected other people's lives. And he, along with Bill O'Reilly, helped get. Um, Dr. Tiller murdered in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so this is not like, it's not like he's just some guy whose opinion we don't share. Right. Like he is an active, he, well, hopefully we'll say was soon, but right. he was just an active participant in making the world a worse place. And there is no argument. Right. You and know, like, I'm and when, trying to think of an example. And when Dick Cheney uh, dies, I will be doing a happy dance. And yeah. I don't like to dance, but I will be so happy that Me I will too. do that dance. <laughs> I'm doing one right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm 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 thrilled about this. And, and I I saw the comments on, on Twitter from other people. It's like uh, even even the 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 part members of the left wing and Bernie supporters were like, you shouldn't, you know, no one should be happy about this. If you're saying that, you just don't fully get it. And it's the same thing. And for anybody who does think that Austin and I are fucked up for saying this, because there might be some people listening, they're like, this is messed up. Think of it as if it was Hitler. All right, it's just an easy example. If Hitler was around today and they found out that he had cancer, would you be upset that he died? No. Now, again, I'm not saying Rush Limbaugh is Adolf Hitler. No. It's just an example. But it's <laughs> they it's just a have similar person. rhetoric. Like you wouldn't be upset if Adolf Hitler had cancer and died. No. Everyone in the world would be celebrating. So why would this be any different? Some humans deserve to die, well, or at least lose their voice. You know. Yeah. So they can't influence others. Well, don't don't forget how many like I remember. I was in college when Bin Laden was killed, and there was just like an unbridled celebration. 
in the streets. I remember people like running past the dorm rooms to go uh, meet in the Boston Common and have like oh yeah oh just yeah the celebration. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, absolutely. People were like going nuts. They were so absolutely. happy because you know a how many man. Times I saw that clip, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We got him. Yeah, like, because a man was murdered. Crying. Yeah, people were crying in in in, in excitement that or this man was dead. I guess is the right term. But uh, but I'm just saying, and I'm not saying they were wrong to do that. I'm just saying, like there are moments, and the thing, the only difference is a lot of people don't understand how much damage Rush Limbaugh's done. Yeah. To the country, mm-hmm. and to society, and how many people's lives he's made worse because he, you know, spews vitriol. And for people who have to deal with that kind of hatred on a daily basis, him being gone is going to be a good thing. Yeah, it just is. I'm sorry, but it just is. No, I, I'm, I, I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sorry at all. Tom's going all Rashida to leave. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> boo, yeah, boo, Hillary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be at the funeral clapping when they put him down. Nah, I, I just again horrible human. Right. You know, all right. A good example, too, when Hillary passes away one day, I'm not going to be thrilled about it. I'm no. not. It's because I don't hate her like that. No. I don't. She hasn't done. I mean, she's done some fucked up shit. Yeah. And she's really stopped progressives from advancing. Mm-hmm. But she's not Rush Limbaugh. So when she dies, it'll be like a damn, you know? No. Almost the first woman president. No. But. You know, like I'm not gonna cheer that she died. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh, fuck yeah, I'm cheering. I'm gonna, yeah. I might open up a bottle of alcohol for the first time in like four months. Pop some champagne. I, yeah, I hate champagne, yeah. but you know what? I hate Lum- Rush Limbaugh more. Yeah. So champagne me up, baby. Yeah, I'm a cheap yeah. date these days, Austin. Two <laughs> drinks and I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. My liver has completely cleaned out, and now it's like a prim and proper British person. It's like. No, please. I don't want any more. Oh yeah, no. I'm I'm in the same boat. I found that out. Like uh, when we found out that Neil Peart died, I bought a bottle of scotch, the, his favorite mm-hmm. scotch, and my uncle and I had a bunch that day. And I realized it's like after two glasses, like holy shit, I'm drunk. Wow, it's a big difference. <laughs> take a take a little bit of time off of drinking. I was like, like, I I used to be able to have. I probably could have like almost half that bottle and felt fine. <laughs> And now it's just like it's just like two, and not even like glasses, like you know, just two fingers Listen, on the rocks. <laughs> when when my alcoholism was at its highest about three or four years ago, I used to buy bottles of Evan Williams or Jack Daniels, whatever mm. I could afford at the time, and I never had glasses at that point. Mm. I would just, just drink it, <laughs> take the bottle, yeah. So like I don't know how much I was drinking at one time, but mm. I could finish a decent amount, and then I'm like, oh, I'm starting to feel it, yeah. Yeah. Now, if I have a a shot, <laughs> oh, a shot, yeah, that'll kill you. Jesus yeah, Christ, I know. like easy there, Tiger. I know. Like uh, even but, even when we were at that Iowa the caucus watch party, yeah, I had one beer, and I was like, you know, if I have another one, because it was like seven or eight percent, I was like, if I have another one, I'm actually going to feel this. Yeah. And I used to be able to drink those beers, no problem. Like I could go to Weyerbacher and knock down those. Uh, those high gravity beers and it would take like three before I could even feel the effect. <laughs> now I'm cause I know every once in a while when I uh, go back to PA to visit my parents, like we'll have like a tiny or a quad or something like that. And I'm like just one, <laughs> like I'm feeling this now and I'm not even done with it. <laughs> like yeah, that's right. all it takes. Just one. 
this is why I used to be able to have like a couple of these. <laughs> this, is, this is nuts. Yeah, like thinking back to when we first started our, our first podcast, I, I couldn't do that. If this was, you know, if we decided, hey, starting January 1st, we're going to bring back our old style and we're going to oh, no. have three plus beers per episode yeah. i don't i couldn't i i literally no. wouldn't be able to no. i'd be so hammered by the the, the the second craft beer that you wouldn't no. be able to understand me no, no. and it's hard enough to understand me. <laughs> think about that think about what drunk tom is like it's bad yeah it's messy austin's seen it <laughs> austin's seen a it a few times, times. yeah a couple it's, times yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i had to throw away my converse because i puked all over him i remember that yeah, that was not a good day. You were not um, ready for Crescent. <laughs> um, what else? What else happened? Anything else interesting happened? No, I think that's pretty much it. And I think there now, might be other stuff, but I think now it's we time got to, the bulk of it. Yeah, to turn our attention to New Hampshire, which um, what happens oh, yeah. at the the New Hampshire primary? Hopefully, it's good. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully. I, I mean, if Bernie comes out with a pretty decisive victory takes as many delegates as he can yeah. shows the rest of the country the undecided that yeah. hey we're for real this is not just a movement anymore yeah. this is this is the attempt yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is we're trying to put our theory to test here yeah, we're gonna do this, this is the experiment yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna do it but <laughs> so if you're from new hampshire and we know there's some of you from new hampshire vote make sure make sure you not just go and vote but tell your friends Canvas. if they're gonna vote for bernie organize listen you know, you know how a lot of Democrats, a lot of liberals are like, everyone should vote. Fuck that. <laughs> no. Don't go asking Republicans to vote. Don't yeah, find Bernie people. I if you know somebody who might be progressive, or maybe they're just really stupid, tell them that there's only one person you can vote for. Everyone else will kill you. And let them vote for Bernie. <laughs> Gotta do something. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, we also, win. oh, do what I've been doing and tell people from New Hampshire that it's Wednesday. You have to vote on Wednesday. There was a mix-up, and it's Wednesday. <laughs> if there's any Buttigieg people, tell them yeah. it's next month. I don't care. Make sure they don't vote. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling for voting suppression. <laughs> That's what I'm calling for. <laughs> it's funny. I saw a tweet that said... Uh, had a picture of Buttigieg, and he's like, "Hey, New Hampshire, have you seen my app?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Pete, we've seen the app. We've seen the app. Uh, is that it? I think so. We should probably wrap this up. All right. If you want to keep in touch with the show, you can follow us on our social medias. It's at Leftling Pod on Twitter. On Instagram, on Facebook, if you want to. Yeah, if you're still into that. Go on Facebook, seriously. I was just on Facebook. It's so bad. Um, yeah, all of that. So make say, sure you follow us. I Definitely like, our Twitter. Yeah, Because like Austin's the, uh, hilarious on it. And he, he kicked <laughs> me out of the Twitter, so it's all him right now. Um, hey, if my it, phone didn't save the password, I my I would also be kicked out of Twitter. Because I literally <laughs> don't remember what it is. That would, that would be bad. Um Okay, I'm not going to tell you how to find the podcast anymore you because know. it made me think of something a couple weeks ago. If you're listening to this, you already know how to find it, mm-hmm. so I don't need to tell you. Uh, but if your friends need to know, we're on everything. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Simple solution. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's it. I, I oh no, no. <laughs> there is one more. You know, let me tell you a little story. There is one more. Oh god, it's about a story. two progressives originally from Pennsylvania. All right, we have been DNC'd out of the podcasting world. The one, the top one percent, cognitive dissonance, Sam Cedar, they've taken over, and they've left us behind. We're like the poor people's Chapel Trap House. Yeah. All right, the very Still poor listen people's to me. Chapel Trap House. Because yeah. <laughs> I think actually, I think Chapo makes more money than both Sam than Cedar. All of them, yeah, <laughs> combined. They make they make like a hundred. They make some a money. Yeah. But listen, if you're listening and you're a Chapel Trap House fan, take your money. And give it to them because they're fantastic. Yeah. But if you have any left after giving it to the better shows, give it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, also, you know, like I said, it, it, all right, here's my thing. Skip this week's alcohol and give us the money. <laughs> and if you want to do that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash left lane pod. And you can do it there. And <sighs> if you don't, it's okay. We still love you. I really do appreciate the uniformity of all of our like social media and yeah. it's so nice because before it was like they were all different things it was they're yeah. all just left lane pod yeah that's very easy. yeah left lane pod came out it's nice that works yeah yeah that works yeah. and if you're a if you're a company and you want to sponsor us it's the only way we won't trash you as a company because otherwise you're a shitty business well it depends uh, it depends on the company like i would gladly talk yeah. like i would gladly say very nice things about worker co-ops absolutely those are companies yeah. There's plenty out there, yeah. but you got to find us because we can find you, but you won't. I mean, we can find you too. Well, actually, to, anyway, to bring this around full circle, and Ooh. this is, and they're not paying us to do this. I'm just saying it because I really genuinely enjoy uh, the way their company is structured and the product they make. Uh, just Coffee is a Ooh, co-op. Yeah. They're a co-op from Wisconsin. Uh, <sighs> worker Talk owned. About coffee again? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're worker owned. Their coffee is fair trade. It's not that expensive. Like you think life. it would be expensive, <laughs> but it's not. It's fantastic. Not even getting paid for this. There is a majority report blend, so now I'm making them money on my show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but now, and it's helping other people out again. There it's you go. delicious. Mm-hmm. If you like coffee, even if you like Tom, and you know, grind it with a mortar and pestle. <laughs> no, I buy it pre-ground because I'm not a freak. Okay. <laughs> I like my shit done for me. I'm a socialist. All right. <laughs> it goes all the way to my coffee. No. Socialist. By the way, you're not a freak, Austin. You just like your coffee. I get it. I really love coffee. Are we still talking about this company yes. that doesn't even know we exist? I don't care. Find them. They're ask a them if they want to sponsor no. us. And let's make a left lane brand, a left lane blend. <laughs> I could do we'll that. We'll call it coffee on the left side. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, and then, yeah, yeah, I'm down. But if you, but seriously, though, if you find co ops or worker owned companies, support them, please, because, yeah, absolutely. You you want companies that value their employees or that give their employees ownership and the means of production. Mm -hmm. So, yep. And if any of those companies honestly are listening and interested in any business with us, you can go to leftlanepod at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you're not a company, you just want to email us stuff, you can do that too. And if you're just a person and you want to email us something yeah. that's not a virus or anything like that, it's <laughs> leftlanepod at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just like saying our email. It's was, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> leftlanepod at gmail.com. Oh, my God. Okay. It rolls off the tongue. Enough, like, enough. Pra- listen, l- listener who's listening to this right now, y- 
Yeah, no, not you. You. Yeah, yeah, you. Say it. Leftlanepod at gmail.com. Perfect. Great. All right, now tell your friends. All right. I sm- I smoked a little bit too much. Long, long outro. But thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will be back next week. Hopefully with good news about New Hampshire. And hopefully good news about Rush Limbaugh's death. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye.